Hey, it's Kaylin Priest, and you are listening to the Wholehearted Business Podcast. Hey, my friends. So I just gave a presentation this morning. Presentation, that sounds super lame and formal. I taught a session, I guess, today. We'll call it a session today in my program, The Failure Proof Launch, about how to dream. And it might sound like something weird to like talk about to sort of relearn how to dream. I think it's something that we used to know how to do really well as kids, but probably as we grow older into adulthood, we sort of start to limit ourselves and borrow other people's ambitions and goals and dreams for ourselves instead of getting super clear about what we actually want for ourselves. And so I thought I would just sort of repackage it for all of you to enjoy on the podcast. So Part of the work that we've been doing in the Failure Proof Launch Program, the first month was very like strategy heavy. It was a lot of designing your offer, pricing it, positioning it, creating the messaging for it, and then leaning into a little bit of a marketing strategy for how to talk about it on Instagram, when to talk about it, how often, all of those things. I like to keep all of my strategies super simple, but that was the bulk of what we did for the first month of this program. And then in the second month of this program, we're going to transition into talking about the mindset the spirituality, the faith, the belief, because I think that is so much of what actually will predict and create amazing launches. And it's the work that most people are not doing with their launches. And so that makes sense for me because I call myself a strategy and mindset coach. So it makes sense that both both layers that are super important to me and important to the work that I've done on my businesses would also come through in this program. So I want to start by explaining this dreaming session that I held today inside the program. I've been I've been thinking about the phrase from the song in Cinderella where she says, a dream is a wish your heart makes. One of the gifts that we got for our kids for Christmas is a trip to Disneyland. So we surprised them with a big scavenger hunt around the house to tell them that we're going on a trip to Disneyland at the beginning of March. And I'm so excited. So I've had Disney on my mind. And I really love this quote, though, a dream is a wish that your heart makes. And I've been thinking so much recently about how I think this begins as kids. We make wishes at our birthdays, but it's like this big secret. You're not supposed to tell anyone. You're not supposed to talk about it. You're not supposed to reveal it to anyone. And that's fine. But I just would love for all of us, especially those of us who are women who are listening to this, which is probably most of you, to let ourselves dream, to let ourselves have wishes to stop limiting ourselves, stop listening to other people's limitations for us and really create a really awesome life. So the first thing I want to say is there's a verse of scripture that I really love that says, if you have faith, ye hope for things which are not seen, which are true. If you haven't heard me say this before, you will hear me say it again. I think a launch in a business is a beautiful act of faith. I do feel like some of the acts of faith that I have participated in in my business are have been equally transformational for my spirit, for my soul, for who I am as a person, have helped me get clarity on who I am, have helped me get clarity on my gifts and the gifts that I would love to, that God has already given me that I would love to develop even more and ways that I can serve people with those gifts even more. So I just want to start with this principle that in order for you to be able to have a launch or to grow your business. First, you have to have a hope of something awesome. So that's kind of what I want to play around with today is to help you hope for something awesome. 
And whether you want to call it dreaming or wishing or imagining or setting goals, I think all those are synonymous in my world. But I also want to add in a layer here of resetting your expectation because I think it's pretty common actually that a lot of us sort of just live on this like default life. I actually, that is how I would describe my past life before I became exposed to coaching. I was sort of just on like this default path, just sort of like accepting all the limitations of my brain and of everyone else's brains, just on this very like default path. And so because I was expecting normalness, I got normalness, which is great. And I'm grateful for that. But now I've learned how to create miracles. And I've learned that the better it gets, the better it gets. I think a lot of us have just been trained to imagine what we don't want instead of imagining what we do want. The first thing that I want to say, this is usually one of the first things that first things that comes up for women who I coach about how to dream is the what I'm calling the paradox of desire. And basically it's this. I want you to imagine like two hands being held in front of you and in one hand is it's possible to be super grateful and in the other hand it's also possible to not feel complete or to desire more or to feel not satisfied. I think it's possible to be abundant and still desire more. And I really like this quote from Ed Milet. He says, blissful dissatisfaction is seeking more of something while simultaneously enjoying the journey or the process. I love that phrase, blissful dissatisfaction. That feels like a pretty good description of my life since I discovered coaching. It's like, I have these big goals in these big dreams. I have really like done the inner work to be able to allow my brain to be able to like get clarity on what I actually want, which is what I want to help you do today. But while I'm also in this state of bliss in my current life, I have really been playing playing around with and loving that word bliss recently. And I want to help you create even more of that too. But here's what I want to say about this paradox is that usually there's two sort of things that I watch happen in women that I coach. One is I'm super grateful for the life that I already have. And so on the one hand, I am super grateful. I already have a great life. And if I do sort of become aware of desires or things that I want or things that I want to create or have or experience, it can sort of create like guilt or maybe even shame. Like for some reason, it would be a bad thing for you to desire more and to want more. And I actually struggled with this for a long time. And something that I've realized is I just love looking to examples in nature of how God intended for us humans to experience our lives. Like God doesn't create one of his creations with also the anticipation that it will not grow to its fullest potential before it dies. So an example that comes to my mind that I shared today is like a beautiful, like bright red California poppy. And this probably resonates with me because I have a love of poppies and poppy seeds. (laughs) But um, like God wouldn't create this beautiful, big, bright red. I just love the saturated color of a poppy. He wouldn't create it just to like have this tall, long stem that grows up strong and then for it to just like bloom halfway and then die. (laughs) He would not design one of his creations that way. He would want it to bloom to its fullest capacity to its biggest, most expansive, full, abundant version 
And so of course you would want the same for us too. I also love thinking about like just the wide variety of all of God's creations. Nate was telling me the other day that only 10% of the global oceans have been mapped. And I'm like, it's 2024. Is that is that not crazy to anyone else? Like that we have only mapped 10% of the world's oceans, but it speaks to me of like the abundance that God has created us to explore and experience and that it's not like it's not like there's a limit on our potential or our ability to be able to feel joy and feel peace and feel presence. It's not like a building where you go up to the eighth floor and then like you can't transcend past that point. The more that I lean into that truth, the more peaceful I feel with like, I think God wants this for me. I think he wants me to experience the fullness or the fullest capacity of myself and of what he designed and created for me that I can before I die. Another thing that I see that commonly happens with women who I coach is if they do sort of start to like play around with really letting themselves dream and really letting themselves set big goals and have amazing aspirations is that sometimes, and again, I know this from my own experience, it can be super common that when you start to have these big goals for yourself, especially financial goals of like either a monthly income goal or a yearly income goal or like a certain certain financial dollar amount that you would either love to hit in a certain amount of time or that you would love to hit your bank account is that it can be super common for your brain to start to think that your life will be better when that desire is realized, which can also create a different kind of friction. But it's like, I've caught myself doing this in the past where it's like, when I look to the thing that I'm trying to create in the future, especially with financial abundance, it can cause me to feel like where I am at right now is not good enough. It can cause me to sort of put having more money or having more of something on a pedestal instead of feeling totally, completely abundant where I am right now. And so I just want you to sort of like watch out for both of those ways that this paradox of desire can show up for you and maybe create a little bit of friction this is what I see so often is like a lot of us are like business owners and it's like, it's almost like we have these binoculars at our eyes and we're like looking around like, where's the abundance? Where's the abundance? I've got to find the abundance. I have got to get to the abundance. And it like, for me, when I think that way, it, it brings up this feeling of like needing something. Usually it's like a feeling of needing my business to have certain results, usually financial results. And I don't know about you, but like when I, get in that energy of needing something, it usually makes me take some of my worst actions that I can take. It usually causes me to take action from a place of panic or worry or fear or stress or anxiety. I want to be rooted in love and service and faith. And so when I catch myself slipping into this need feeling or energy, it's just like a quick little gut check. Like, do I actually need this business to work? If it, if it feels like, yes, I do, like I do need the money from this business to work, then it's like, sometimes I like to play around with like, I could walk down to McDonald's and get a job today if I wanted to. I feel pretty confident they'd probably hire me on the spot. So it sort of helps me to remember like, I don't, if like the extra income in my family is really nice. And even if it was a need that I had, like if it got to the point where I needed an income in order to feed my kids, I would do pretty much anything. So I don't actually need anything, 
from my business and when I really sink into that truth. And if that truth ever feels hard for me to access, that tells me I just need to spend some time in my gratitude journal because I know that is absolutely true, that I need nothing from my business. And when I can show up for my business from that place, it first of all feels so much better, but I also think it actually produces the results that I want so much easier. Also, this other sneaky belief that we often have is like, I will feel better when fill in the blank. That phrase feel better, you could insert, I will, I will feel more peaceful. I will feel more confident. I will feel more secure. You know, I will feel more secure when I have a certain number of sales each month. I will feel more secure when I have a certain dollar amount in my bank account. I will feel more confident when I have more clients and more people reaching out to me and validating that I'm an awesome coach, right? All of those things that you want to feel are options for you to feel right now before you have those results. It requires some mindset work, but this is the work, the inner work that I love to help my clients do because this is the work that changes everything. Very often we're sort of trained to look to predictable things that we either already have or that someone that we know has or has experienced or maybe like a a mentor or an inspirational person that you can read about or learn about on the internet or in a book or things that have happened historically in history. Like we're so tuned and trained to look to what is predictable to help us decide what we want our dreams to be. And this very often looks like things that are visible, things that are physical, things that are observable. A lot of us like to look for like actions that I can take to predict the results that I'm going to get. Either actions that I'm going to take or actions that I have taken in the past. We like to look at history, either like the history of humankind or our own personal history or maybe our family's history or stories that we've known of people who we're either close to or maybe not even close to. So we can sort of like predict and create this like cookie cutter pattern of like, oh, if so-and-so had that experience, then I can expect this kind of experience from that place of predictability. One really good example of this would be the way that I was trained as like a baby entrepreneur of how to set goals is basically you look back to the past to see what you have already created or already accomplished and then use that as sort of like a template to predict what might happen in the future. So one example would be you sit down to set your goals for 2024 and you look back and use what happened in 2023 and you know you decide you want to grow your business by a certain percentage and so you multiply what you did last year by a certain percentage and it spits out this number on the other end that will tell you what to predict is possible for 2024. And that is how I used to set goals and that is a way to set goals and if that works for you I think that's great but What I want to help you do and offer to you is that there's a completely other plane that you can create from, which is the plane of miracles. And this plane is invisible. It's more spiritual. It's not predictable. It is more dependent on your beliefs and your imagination. It's less concrete. It's not visible, but it is still completely possible with God's help. That's basically the definition of a miracle, right? I've also found that when we're playing in the predictable field, this applies so much if you have ever launched something, (laughs) if you've ever experienced going through a launch and you experience like, I don't want to use a super negative word here, like turmoil, even though that is sort of what I have experienced in launches past, but just like a little bit of, I feel like I'm on like a little bit of a mental treadmill 
my brain wants to default to doubt constantly. When I catch myself defaulting to doubt, that's when I know my brain is playing on the predictable field. And it will usually, I'll, I'll be able to tell because I'll start to experience emotions like fear, like force, like I need, like doubt, like pressure. When I start to observe feelings like love, power, desire, faith, surrender, release, that's when I know I'm playing in the field of miracles. Last couple of things that I'll say, I want to encourage you to take some time in the next week to get out a piece of paper and set a timer for five to 10 minutes. If that's all that you can muster right now to get out a piece of paper, to let yourself create a list of your dreams. But before you do that, I want to make sure you listen to this first because it's super common and I've catch, I've caught myself doing this in the past too, where there are some common limitations that pop up for me. They will probably pop up for you if they haven't. I love this quote from Napoleon Hill. This is from the book Think and Grow Rich, where he says, the only limitation is the one that you accept is true. If you have an idea for a dream and the first thought that comes up is, I will never be able to afford that, or I will never have enough time for that, that's just a limitation that your brain has accepted as true, but it doesn't have to be true. I actually think the belief like I don't have enough time and I don't have enough money are actually deeply related. And for me, I have sort of just eliminated both of those phrases from my vocabulary. You will probably never hear me say, I can't afford that. That's just not something that I say anymore. But I will say things like, I choose not to invest in that right now because like that's actually true. But like for me, believing that I can't afford that is not true. I believe that I can afford anything that I want to eventually. And so it's just a phrase that I've eliminated from my vocabulary because I don't have a belief that I have to be limited by money. And I think the same can be true for time too. You have the option to choose to not be limited by time. You have the option to start saying things instead like, I am choosing not to spend my time on that right now, but I know I could have enough time for that if I wanted to. Another limitation that I absolutely hate is the statistic of a certain percentage of businesses that are like guaranteed to fail. I think that is the most unhelpful statistic anyone has ever created <laughs> because I, it just doesn't tell the full story of what happened, right? If, if we're going to track the number of businesses that fail, are we also going to track that business owner through their lifetime? How many businesses they create later that are super successful? Like, where's that statistic? I'm highly interested in that. But if you catch yourself thinking like, oh, my business is destined to fail because a lot of businesses do, that's a limitation that your own, that will only be true if your brain accepts that as true. I think it's totally false and I reject it completely. <laughs> and you have the option to, if you want to. Other common limitations that come up, I'm not fill in the blank enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not creative enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not interesting enough. I'm not consistent enough. All of those again are limitations that if those feel true to you right now, it's just because your brain has accepted that as true. You have the opportunity to question that. You have the option to be like, that's not true. And I'm like rejecting that. Another super common limitation is I wouldn't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. You might find yourself on your list. Something comes up with like, I want a seven figure business. And the first thing that your brain's probably going to think is I have no idea how I would do that. But I just want to offer to you like, you don't need to know the how right now. That's not what this exercise is for. And I actually don't think you need to know the however. I think you can, your business plan can be trusting God to guide you every step of the way. That's my business plan. 
but you don't need to know the how. You might also discover that you definitely do not want a seven-figure business. The clarity on this is super important. What are we aiming for? What are we hoping for? Because then when we have that information, we can sort of work backwards and build that into your business. So here's the exercise. This is, these are the two questions that I want you to sit with for five to 10 minutes at a minimum if you can. I find myself doing this exercise really frequently. Here are the two questions. If all things are possible, what would I love? And the second question is, wouldn't it be cool if fill in the blank? These are two beautiful questions that I've got. I've gotten from my coach, Amber Smith, who I love. And I come back to these questions. She brings me back to these questions all the time. And especially in seasons, if I ever like sort of catch myself coasting or just thinking or feeling that the life that I currently have is just good enough. It's kind of like, I like, I can see myself like grabbing Kaylin and like shaking her by the shoulders. Like, wake up, wake up. You can create something amazing here if you want to. And I also think it's really important as you do this exercise, if all things are possible, what would I love? Wouldn't it be cool if from a feeling, a general overall feeling of being unattached and needing nothing, another Napoleon Hill quote for you, he says, whatever your mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. And I think that's just a really fun belief to pair with this exercise is like, what if every single thing that you wrote down eventually became true? I want to challenge you or maybe even push you to think about things that you would love to experience in the short term, especially if you have a launch coming up. Wouldn't it be cool if a certain number of people joined my program? Wouldn't it be cool if I signed a certain number of clients? Wouldn't it be cool if this was the easiest launch I've ever had? Wouldn't it be cool if I spent 15 minutes a day on this launch and that's it and I still hit my goals? Just get your wheels turning about options that you have, of ways to dream about how your business can be more successful, can be easier, can produce the results that you want more quickly, with more ease, with more joy, with more fulfillment, without taking away from any other parts of your life. So that's the challenge. Will you take me up on it? I would love if you would send me a DM to either show me your dreaming list or let me know that you're participating in this challenge so that I can cheer you on. Hey, thank you so much for listening in today. Are we already friends on Instagram? If not, come over and follow me at kaylin.priest. It's the best way to get tons of free value that I put out into the world through my content and also to stay up to date on my current offers and ways that you can get more support and coaching from me. So come over, follow me on Instagram and send me a DM to say hi and let's be friends.